What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is the Hello and Truth. welcome to the Uncomfortable Truth. Glad to have you today. Glad to have you, Obi. Glad to have you, Brandon. Sean. Thank you. Good to be. Sean, you're the uh we're gonna do quotations here. You're the old man of the group. I am. There was a moment in your life where you realized, dang, I'm getting old. Do you remember <laughs> anything specific of like your body changing or things just uh things are just a little different. You woke up one day and you're like, Man, yep, I'm there. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> for me, <clears throat> I'm a little different. I'm kind of like a fine wine. You just keep getting no, better. I, I just keep getting better as I get older. So <laughs> well, that's that's, I, I don't that's know, all man. about mentality. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm smarter. Yeah, I'm better looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a way to yeah. start. Thank yeah. you. That was so, good stuff. You know, I mean, uh, you say take know. that question and yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I, almost and, like answering and, a question. And, you know, with a question. and then why you a, always answer a question with a question? From a wisdom, wisdom standpoint, yeah. yeah. From a wisdom standpoint, you know, the reason why there's elders in the Bible. So they can tell young knuckleheads like y'all know how to do it the right way. So <laughs> it's getting really deep up That's in here. It's getting deep, man. It's getting deep. I, I, hope you, I got my uh my my boots on. I don't You're think it's deep at all, Sean. Yeah. You need your chest waders Sean. today. Hey, he asked me, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He was he wanted to know. He got I was just, I was just trying to be real, baby. There's yeah. a That's uh, good. there's a podcast with uh Jocko Willie where the guy asked him, he's like you know, what would you say to all these old guys that are feeling, you know, like they're getting old? You know, what's some practical things that they can do? He's like, that's easy. You know, <laughs> very, very quick. That's easy. Start working out. Don't drink alcohol. Um, he said, what are the, there was three other things that he said. Um, watch what you put into your body and have a cardiovascular workout and, um, what was the last? I can't. It's probably something like in Jocko's. I'm, I'm, I'm making a different phrase here. Don't be a pansy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but it it was really more along the lines of don't allow your body to um, will will it. You know, wilt, wilt yeah, away, yeah, uh, yep. wilt away, and because that's exactly what's happening to your body. Sure. Mm-hmm. Gravity. So fight it. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Sean does that. I can speak to that, even though he's, uh, you know, already told us that. Well, you definitely don't look <laughs> sixty, so I'll give you that. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, fifty nine and a half. You've done a, you've done a lot of work and look good for your age, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna jump in. Obi's up today. Brandon, will you open us up in prayer, please? Mm-hmm. Father, we love you, Lord. Uh, thank you, just that uh, we can do this. Thank you that uh, we have the ability to come in and. Just uh, talk about you and your love and your grace and, uh, you know, your omnipresence and omniscience, Lord. Thank you that uh, we get to share that. Lord, let us be good conduits of what you want the world to hear. Thank you for these guys at this table and the opportunity we get and uh, the friendship that we've formed over the years. Lord, uh, be with those out there who might be struggling, who either don't know you or have uh, lost faith in you. Lord, uh, let them find their way back to the one true God that uh, gives more comfort and understanding than anything on this earth in your name we pray amen 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 well i'm gonna dive right into it um i've got you know we we've all um got things that you know we 
just from time to time have on our minds. We'll be reading a book, something really comes up, and you're like, that keeps coming up. That keeps coming up. And, uh, you know, whether it's in your, you know, you hear it in the sermon at church, you read it in a book, uh, one of your accountability partners brings it up, and you're just like, I keep hearing that, Lord. You know, what do you want me to take from this? And, um, you know, lately uh, I've been uh, reading this book called Men on Fire. Uh, great book, by the way. I'm about, I don't know, maybe a third third of the way through it. Um, it's called Men on Fire by Stephen Mansfield. Uh, the subtitle says, Restoring the Forces that Forge Noble Manhood. Um, I love reading books on manhood. Um, I, I like reading books on manhood because... I feel like that the world and our culture is attacking men on a just a crazy level. And uh, they're trying to redefine what how men are supposed to be in the world. And I feel like that the Bible speaks to a very uh, constant truth of how we're as men supposed to uh, lead our lives and lead our families and uh, be leaders in our communities and just keep that, keep that going. You know, I mean, um, and anyway, this book really hits on that. And one, one thing that I thought was really neat, um, in the chapter that I've been reading the last couple days is he, so there was, he, he was using a metaphor of a tiger and a lion. And I didn't, I didn't know this and I thought it was really cool. But if you, if you've got a tiger and a lion, and they're fighting each other, and it's just one-on-one. Nothing, you know, no other animals. In, so in, this is just animal kingdom stuff. It, the tiger wins 100% of the time. Really? Hmm. The tiger beats the lion in a one-on-one fight 100% of the time. I sure hope you're going to tell me why. I guess it's just quicker. What, I mean, what? So they're about the same size, right? They, they, uh, the lion's actually a little bigger. Okay. Um, and the tiger is obviously a little quicker, mm-hmm. but the, in a one-on-one battle, the tiger wins every time. It, if you add two, two and two, two tigers versus two tigers, <laughs> two, two lions. Versus I mean, two, two, tigers. two okay. lions versus okay. two tigers. Gotcha. Lions win a hundred percent of the time. Wow. If you add five lions and five tigers, the lions win 100% of the time, and they, they've escalated it. If there's 100. Anything over one. Anything, <coughs> anything over one. The synergy that the lions have supersedes. The teamwork. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> uh, the army mentality. Pride. The, you know what lions? They're, they're, that's pride. what I was about to okay, say next. Okay, sorry. You, you beat me too. Man, I, yeah. I was trying to remember yeah. the words. So, so, yeah. so the pride, the lion, pride, uh, you know, the group, uh, a family of lions is mm-hmm. called a pride. They protect each other, and they know how to fight a battle together. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the author was really relating that to how, you know, in our – battles of life and our spiritual battles for our soul and and just spiritual warfare we cannot fight our battles alone and and that um that ultimately is when we lose you know and in this same chapter is uh you know it what what it made me think about and i was talking to amy about it it made me think you know i I've said, I've noticed myself saying over the course of the last several years 
that I want to get to a point in my spiritual walk and my faith where, um, I, you know, I, I'm like these, these people, these patriarchs, these matriarchs of the Christian faith that they've just are unwavered. You know, they're, they, they have, uh, they have this faith and trust in the Lord that just is so noble. It's, it's, whenever battles erupt and whenever spiritual warfare comes down, they, it just seems like they've already got it figured out. And, you know, what I've come to find, at least according to, you know, Stephen Mansfield here, he thinks that even those people can't do it alone. Yeah. And, and they, they, they have to have their pride, you know, they have to have their pride to help them fight their spiritual battles because there's not a single person on the planet that doesn't struggle with something, you know, whatever, whatever that may be, you know, and, you know, we, we all know guys, you know, and gals that struggle with depression and anxiety or pride or whatever, you know, um, pornography that struggle with alcohol that struggle with, anything lust uh you know thoughts of adultery what what i mean just put whatever you need to in that blank i just I, and i'm of a i'm of agreeance now you know not just because i've read it but it just makes more sense to me that every human being struggles with something <coughs> and you know and i think about you know these people that we've lost over the years you know that may have uh you know thought that there was no other way out, you know, and, and, and these people, we know them that they had a relationship with God, mm-hmm. you know, they, they had, and some of them were just people that we aspired to be like, you know, and, and I think about the fact that it, you, you can have that tight knit relationship with God and you, you can look like the kingdom man, the biblical definition of a kingdom man on the outside but you still have this thing that you're struggling with and you need your you need your team you got to have your team to go to because that's when the battle is won and you know he talks about how Abraham Lincoln you know Winston Churchill some of the most profound leaders of our entire of 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 you know the last 300 years uh struggled with depression and and alcoholism and anxiety and things that you don't read about in history books mm-hmm. you know and that they had a team around them that helped them get through these things and he talks about how um you know general Patton, you know general Patton, he would he would walk up when when he was getting ready for a war and he would say i smell the battlefield you know, the war hadn't even started. And he's mm-hmm. like, he knows it's coming. He smelled. And, and you know, Stephen Manfield, he says, if if we have a team and we have a family that, that we are leading, he was like, you need to get to a point in your life where you can smell the battlefield. Mm. You, can, you can smell something's not right, and you need to go to the front line for – Shane or for Amy or for 
Addy or for if it's your child or your wife or one of your friends or your brother, you need to be able to smell that battle. You need to be so tight with your pride that whenever it's time to get on the front lines with them and realize that they're in a battle, they're in a spiritual battle, you need to be ready to jump in. And, uh, you know, it just made me think that's how we need to be. You know, that's how we need to be. And there's and, and there's not um, a single person that's not struggling with something. And that we need to be aware of that. No, just as much as we need to be aware that we're fighting daily a battle of spiritual warfare and we never need to let our guard down. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, that's, I, I Man, that's powerful that stuff. It's really, really, really powerful stuff. You know, and what's, what's really sad is we live in a... Uh, we live in a uh, a place and time where, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're any, you know, if you're alpha male, if you're, you know, you're going out there and you're doing it and making it happen and being the leader in your community or in life, well, it's almost frowned on for you to show any sign of weakness, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I, I think I've shared this before, but uh, during the whole COVID thing, um I reached out to a guy who's a big-time business owner here in the Longview area, and he's got it going on four ways to Sunday, right? And I I called and I asked him. I said, man, I was just checking on you. I wanted to see how it was going. And I really thought the guy was going to break down and cry on the phone, Mm. and uh, which was totally out of character for this dude. You know, this is not – this is guy – this guy is like the, you know – the pillar in the community yeah, and got it all together. Yeah. And you know, so, I mean, I think it's so super, you know, just to kind of touch on what Obi's saying, I think it's super important for us to be able to recognize that in, mm-hmm. in one another. And, uh, and I think it's what God wants, you know, more than anything. Yeah. I think, especially when you're talking about leaders of, you know, church community, uh, households, whatever, as leaders, uh, it's, uh, it's difficult. Like it's, uh, it's difficult to talk about those things because you, you know, you might feel like you're letting somebody down or you might feel like you have to put on this persona that, that you have, we have it all together. And that's why it's so important to have your pride, um, not your pride, pride but your pride, line but pride. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of people that are in similar positions in similar stages of life, similar mindsets, to basically live life with I think about so I think about our journey and how we're sitting here today and up until that point I did not have a pride but I had a serious pride problem and I'm just thinking about a boxing ring and if I'm in that boxing ring and it's me and the devil He's going to, it's a pretty good chance he's going to wear me down mm-hmm. and I'm going to, you know, retreat to the corner, you know, and that's all he wants is us to become passive. But if I'm in that boxing ring with you three guys, we're going to be able to swap out. We're going to be able to take some punches. We're going to be able to, you know, recover. And there's something that I've seen. It's funny how the Lord works. I've got a lot of dear friends <clears throat> that I now can ask lovingly and bluntly do you have other men in your life that you are spending time with that hold you accountable at the level you know the lord 
want you to be successful at as far as a father, a husband, a son. And this is no joke. In the last year, I've asked that question. Last month, I've asked that question to two different people that I know and care about, and the answer is no. Okay? And the reason the answer is no goes back to the leadership thing. When we are leading people, my opinion, the devil knows that that is a great way to get at us because we don't think we can be vulnerable with the people we're leading. Mm. And I don't disagree with that in yeah, some regards. It's a, it's a delicate right. balance. Right. But we you go to the book of James. There's a huge responsibility for teachers. So if we, if we, I'm not justifying this, but if we can't be vulnerable with the people we're leading, we have to be around other leaders we can be vulnerable with. Yes. So I co-teach a Sunday school class and, you know, my business partner is a pastor. Okay. He said the ministry world conditions you to keep things to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one, I think it's a great reminder to pray for leaders in any position. I don't care if it's the president and you don't like him. Okay. It wasn't our, you know, the Lord knows what he's doing. The minute we start questioning his sovereignty, we got a problem. All right. Yeah. And that, so the pride thing is awesome. I love that. That was, I will use that forever. Yeah. Um, it's pretty really awesome. cool. Really good. Yeah. And a tiger is a loner, <laughs> is what I take from that. Yeah. yeah. And one on one, you don't want to mess with the tiger. I don't want to be a tiger. <laughs> but what, what does the world teach us to be? A tiger. tiger. Yeah. And, and God teaches us to not be a tiger. Yeah, that's you know, good. we're, we're, the, the Bible preaches, uh, to have a pride. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's really, I mean, it, you know, one thing he was talking about, he was given an example in the book about one of his got one of his part of his pride, you know, part of his team who, uh, and he gave a specific, a, a specific thing that he struggles with. This guy struggles with depression. And again, he's a pillar. He's, he like on the, the only people that know that he struggles with depression are the people in the pride, you know, his yeah. team. Yeah. And he, and he says, you know, uh, he says now that now he knows his friend knows to call in for reinforcements, you know, whenever he, uh, you know, is, is slipping, whenever he's falling into that darkness and he's, you know, he gets, he gets his comrades praying and hanging out with him and, and, uh, you know, they get to praying and fasting. And he says, I'll say this humbly. This is the author talking about his group of, of friends, his pride. He said, I'll say this humbly, humbly, but I'll say it uh, nevertheless. He said, we always win. Hmm. Yeah. He said, we always win whenever we come together. Mm-hmm. You know, and, What's the and name of the book again? It's called Men on Fire. And, you know, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's hopeful. You know, this guy is saying that him and his comrades have been through hundreds of hundreds of battles of spiritual warfare and battles for each of their souls. And because they come together as a team and they recognize that God desires them to be a pride as opposed to being a lone tiger, they always win that battle, Mm. you know, and guys, I I want us to always win, (laughs) you know, I want us to win and know that where our strength comes from and it comes from each other, Mm -hmm. you know, it comes from each other and it comes from the Lord. And, uh, you know, that's, it's exciting to me to know that I have those people. Uh, you know, it's really easy to get lost in your own battles sometimes and not be thinking about the battles of other people. Um, but I think that it's very important that 
we do that because I think it's just only going to help us fight our own battles, uh, you know, recognizing that. There's this old saying, uh, it's lonely at the top, and uh, just because it's an old saying don't mean it has to be. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. know, I think about the, the big-time leaders of churches and, and how, you know, there's when they fall, it's this major fall, right? Big-time pastors, big churches. I talked to a pastor one time that a pretty large church in Georgia and um, he was preaching four services at the time, and he said, I can't remember exactly, but he said the equivalent of preaching four services is like running a half marathon, like you crash when you're done. Hmm. It doesn't have to be lonely at the top. You know, he surrounded himself because he knew that and was aware of that. He surrounded himself with, with his pride, he, and he put safeguards in his life to protect himself after preaching four <laughs> services. Like, think about that. You would think, like, you're on a high. Well, mm-hmm. it's a crash. And um, mm. there's just, as men, we don't support each other enough emotionally and, like, battle-wise. Have you ever had somebody come up to you and say, Obi, I've been praying for you. And if you get down to it, well, how long have you been praying for me? Oh, I'm praying for about two weeks. Well, they they smelled the battle before you did because maybe your battle didn't start until a week ago. Yeah. Or that's maybe where you I didn't recognize it till a week ago. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Um, you know, it's 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 humbling when you get have, have experiences <laughs> like that. Yeah, but. I've had a guy uh, named Clay Perkins. Y'all know Clay I Perkins? Know Clay. Yeah, <clears throat> I was uh, at Lowe's one time and I was loading up a bunch of wood in the back of my truck and I was stressed to the gill. Okay, big you had time. A thousand things to do and only time for ten. Yes, and uh, anyway, I was like, you know what? Forget it, I'll do it. You know, I was talking to some of the guys at the shop, and anyway, so um, just stressed out to the max and loading stuff in the back of my truck, and Clay walks up, what's up, man? You know, just smiling and being his, you know, joyful self, and, uh, you know, shook my hand. He said, man, um, you look really stressed. Is everything everything all right? I said, dude, I'm stressed out big time. He said, man, no problem. Let's pray about it right now. Wow. <laughs> and uh, he, put it, he put his hand on me, and uh, we're sitting there in the lows loading. Uh, you know, we got people behind us, people yeah. in front of us. People are everywhere. And uh, we bow our heads right there, and uh, he sit there and probably said about a four-minute prayer. <laughs> and uh, he was like, in Jesus' name, and the guy helping me load – the, uh, there was a black guy work, that worked there helping me load. He he stopped and bowed his head too. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's contagious. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, I thought that was That's pretty good. cool. That's awesome. awesome. But, uh, smell the battlefield. Yep. Smell yep. the battlefield. Find your pride. Uh, that's that's enough. Yeah, that's good. That's enough. We appreciate y'all joining us today. Hit those buttons at the bottom uh, if you want to hear more content like this. If this is providing you value, um, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys and gals being here and being with us. Uh, Go kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.